Stay tuned after the credits of this episode to get a little sneak peek of what's coming next on Voyager Done Right. Quinn gets uh, two communiques, one from uh, Gil informing them that they're bringing the the Kazon delegation up to the the captain's ready room, I suppose, uh, to speak with Quinn. And Quinn asks Gil and Seraph, obviously, to come back to the bridge. Oh god, they have four more arms to break things with. <laughs> and uh, he also gets the communique from Locke, uh, informing him that they have, that Mavis turns out to actually be a Grand Admiral in the Trabe Empire. So what's happened now, and the time's going to be like two minutes, what's happened now is Quinn is in his ready room with these Kazon dudes, ladies, things. Uh, Gil, he's also called Gil and Seraph into the room with him, and he's given uh, Mr. Mir in the bridge. And the, the three guys who were escorting the Kazon are on the bridge with uh, Drake and Amirin, but not in the ready room itself. So... So the the Kazon are sort of hunched as as they can. They've they're used to hunching, I guess. The ship, the other ships must be a little small, so they sort of stretch a little bit. But they try to keep their their sort of hooks to themselves, as it were. Kazon, I am Captain Ulysses Quinn. This is my first officer, Mr. Edison Gill, and this is my science officer, Seraph. In game, Seraph nods towards them. We have met your subordinates, though we are not still quite sure why they follow you if you are not slaves. We are here for one purpose. We want the fleshling you have in confinement. You will lower the force field. We will beam him over. We will leave. Now. I appreciate the fact that you've come over in a diplomatic gesture, gentlemen. But I must know exactly what you plan on doing to this fellow. Plan on doing. We plan on devouring his flesh, ripping <laughs> open his torso, and eating his insides while he screams for mercy. It may... Sorry, I don't want to interrupt your very descriptive uh, idea of what you are going to perform <laughs> on this man. Uh, it does seem slightly more worse to do for a man who is just on a research vessel. This He's a scientist. You have been lied to, if that is what he has told you. The man you have in custody is a military man and has led... Over two dozen hunts on the Kazon after we freed ourselves. Gil's... Gil turns a little white and his eyes go a little wide. Admiral Mavis is his name. He beamed over to our ship when we entered an ion storm to escape him. He and his away team attacked us, but we slaughtered them and destroyed his vessel. He was injured, but evaded us. 
the ship was heavily damaged, and we had no choice but to beam off of it to another ship nearby. This was when your vessel entered the storm. Honored Kazon Delegate, was that at the time that you fired upon this vessel, when you saw us rescuing, or so it might have seemed to you, this General Mavis? Our scanners detected your transporter actions, and the captain of the vessel assumed that you had were in some way colluding with the Trabe Empire. It would have behooved you to com communicate with us first. We had no, no idea the. And he he looks. Uh, Gil just kind of looks down into the side, not sure how to proceed with that sentence. The Trabe do not communicate with words as your kind seem to. They communicate with lasers and missiles. I see. And expecting a similar aggression, you decided to fire upon us first, lest we turn upon you in turn. Exactly. If apologizing is what you are expecting, then we shall do so. Perfectly reasonable, Captain, Seraph says as he turns towards Quinn. They have been nothing but amenable. Indeed. You understand our societies are different than yours, sir. Where I am from, decisions like this are not seen as correct. I admire everything that you have said, but I'm not sure that I can allow myself to hand over a man to be slaughtered by your own confession. We are not known for our patience, Captain. We demand his release into our custody. If you had even an inkling of what his kind has done to the Kazan, you would not be so sympathetic. Seraph if it nods as, as though he were mm. uh, feeling sympathetic himself mm. and, uh, and turns back to Quinn and says quietly, perhaps we should discuss this in closet, Captain. Yes. Gentlemen, you have been very fair. Uh, if you would return to your vessel, we need only a few minutes to discuss this. See, on my world, uh, many of our dis uh, decisions are made by delegation. For you see, uh, we are not slaves. And I want to make sure that the decision we come to is of mine and my officers' free will. Free will. We also desire free will. This will only occur when the trape cease to hunt. And I, and you assume that the Kazon transporters activate because the Kazon disappear out of mm. the ready room. Little swirl of lights? Yeah. Okay. That's how you know. And then Quinn, and then Quinn of course, calls uh, his senior staff into the conference room. Yes. So, like, he walks back out onto the bridge and motions to Mirren and Drake to follow him, and then I guess he taps his communicator and asks Locke to join him on the in the conference room. We uh we gather in the conference room, 
And um, Quinn, of course, because um, some of you might have missed this detail, that deal, especially Locke, who wasn't present, and Drake and and uh, Mirren, uh, Quinn brings them up to speed with what the Kazon said. And then, of course, he he sort of crosses his fingers in, me- in a meditative pose and looks at e- tries to make eye contact with each of you and goes, Well, gentlemen, we have a decision to make here. And I need to hear from each one of you before we make it. Mr. Mister Seraph, I'd like to hear from you first. Captain, so far the Kazon have been nothing but respectful and quite reasonable, notwithstanding our first encounter with them in the Ion Storm. We cannot say the same about our guest, and by his own admission, based on what we have heard from Mr. Locke, he is the representative of an oppressive empire who have used the Kazon rather cruelly. While I cannot personally approve of their planned means of execution, I can certainly understand their outrage. I am not sure that we would be standing on high moral ground to deny them it, or their sense of justice. Duly noted. Mr. Mirren. Captain, I just wanted to be clear. There's nothing I wish more than for a victim of an attack on a derelict ship in the middle of space to have a happy ending uh to go back home to his family i truly truly feel for him whoever he is but when i break it down all i can think about is how if we deny them this wish of theirs we're putting ourselves at such a large threat for no reason in the middle of nowhere in space i'm unfortunately going to have to say that i am on the side of handing him over I understand. Mr. Locke. Bit of an interesting situation we find ourselves here in in that if we hand him over he dies. If they are impatient as you say they are than trying to convince them to use him for a better purpose other than just sustenance, it's probably going to fall on deaf ears. Deaf ears, rather. And if we don't hand him over, we potentially interfere or insult their practices of seeking out punishments for crimes against their society. And we can't impose our own morals and justice system on what they consider to be right. It's a a strange way of looking at it, but I understand. Mr. Drake. Well, Captain. Much like the rest of the senior staff, <clears throat> while I don't condone the thought of outright murder, in this case, we're passing through a system that's not our own. And had we not been in the ion storm and even gotten that distress signal, 
we never would have picked him up and they would have the caisson would have gotten him in either way in the end all we're gonna be in the history books is a footnote and i think we should hand him over and set this back to the natural order how things would have been had we not interfered even though we're already one step removed from that we answered that distress signal as a it's an act of mercy we we, we, we dropped out of walk to, to help someone with respect captain at the time we thought it was someone scuttled by the ion storm rather than potentially interfe interfering in this kind of conflict the caisson now having the ability to decide and shape the the future of what their race can be in this system getting themselves out from underneath the oppressive thumb of a regime far above them until recently at least it just doesn't seem fair to take this one victory they've finally gotten from them even if what it means is handing him over I understand Mr. Oh, he turns to he turns to Locke. Captain, there is another option here that we may consider. I'm listening. They, the Kazon, are only seeking out, as they put it, revengeance, um, taking out their purposeful vengeance on an entire species one meal at a time. However, they may not understand or even care for the complexities of having a high-value hostage. Now, in my dealings with Grand Admiral Mabus, he has mentioned that if we were to return him, there would be something in it for us. I didn't really get into specifics, nor do I really care. The other side to this is he also did threaten me and, by extension, us and our ship and our crew that if he was to survive, we would become a target. So, two options here is we hand him over to Kazon and we wipe our hands clean of this whole situation, move on. We work with the Kazon as a separate alternative here explaining to them that there's a better use for him than food. And we either return him on conditional release, or we work with the Trebay instead and get on the good graces of the larger power here. I would like to make it abundantly clear at this point in time, I have no interest in working with the Trebay. Less so than I have any interest in working with the Kason. That yep. is, of course, assuming they don't try to enslave us. It is also yes. fair yep. for all of us to remember that we do not have the full story. We only have some partial snippets from two very disparate viewpoints. Indeed. And I feel Either... like we probably won't get the full story. Either way, if this if this man Mavis was to remain alive, 
that would paint a target on our backs. And my first priority is the protection of this crew. Of course. I understand. Captain. Yes, Mr. Gill. If... If Grand Admiral is actually his title, then he holds potentially much stature within their society, and he may be convinced to try to call off this slavery. It sounds ridiculous, I understand, but if he values his own life more than everybody else's, which it might so seem that way, he may do whatever he can to save his own skin. And that might call for uh, some kind of equality between the two. It's a long shot, but it is potentially possible. Commander Gill does raise an excellent point, Captain. At the very least, these hunts could be reduced or called off entirely. That would also serve the Kazon's purpose. He may also call for reinforcements and wipe all of us clean from the situation. This is certainly a possibility. I understand. If we were over in the Trappe homeworld, that would be an obvious choice. But we have the Kazon sitting in between all of this. I don't know much how long, much longer they'll wait. There is one final option, Captain, although I hesitate to bring it up. Yes. It would seem that the Kazon are interested in the pain and nutritional value of our guest. <laughs> it would seem to me that if we were to provide them with a convincing simulacrum, they would feel satisfied while we would Mr. be able to Mr. maintain Mavis's uh, existence and perhaps bring him to his homeworld. Should we Mr. Desire? Gill uh, Gill looks green around the gills. Mr. Seraph, what are you implying? It is not difficult to replicate a convincing Amalgam of proteins, carbohydrates, trace amounts of iron, some small amounts of xenon. Mr. Seraph, I'm going to stop you there. I don't need to picture it, thank you. Certainly, Commander. The point is simply that, while we cannot replicate a living human being or a living trabe either, we could provide them with something quite similar and explain that he had killed himself in captivity rather than allow himself to be disemboweled and dismembered by the Kazan. Quinn, <clears throat> Quinn leans back on his chair and stares at the ceiling for a second and comes back. <sighs> it might work if they believe it. Captain, they're not going to accept that. What, would the man have ran full force into a force field that wouldn't have killed him several dozen times to the point where he is a bloody meat mess? The, the only thing that would do something similar to that would be a focus phaser blast. 
What if we told the Kazon that we had given him the option of ending his own life? This might enrage them. It might also satisfy them. There's no way to know for certain, Captain. We don't have enough information on their society. The fact that this is a man of such high stature does lead to the fact that they probably would be upset if he did take his own life, or that we ended it for him, considering this man is a major cause of their hatred, their entire detriment to their way of life. I want to answer their I want to answer their cries for justice, but I can't. I don't think I can convince myself to hand over a man to be slaughtered. Then are we going to get anything out of working with the Trabe Empire? Would you feel the same way, Captain, to... if we were reversing the situation? If we were handing over a spider creature to a bunch of men in order to have him slaughtered? You know that we, you know that humanity expelled things like bigotry a long time ago, Mr. Seraph. It is one thing to say so, Captain, but another thing to reach down inside of oneself and find that it is gone. I like to think that for the most part, I don't think that way. But we don't have the situation reversed. And so I'm not sure I can answer that right now. Then the best we could possibly do is to appease both parties somehow. Which, yeah. I pause it again, and it sounds impossible, but to end slavery. Captain, I would like to reiterate my earlier point. Though I'm not entirely pleased with the thought of handing him over to his outright slaughter, at the same time, had we not happened upon the vessel in the first place, it would have been the natural outcome. Mybus was the last one left, and he was gravely injured, on death's door, I would argue, at the time of us collecting him. I Mr. Just... Drake, the same People... argument could be made of a medical officer who saved someone from cancer. The fact of the matter is that we have intervened, and we can no longer pretend that we have not. I would rather to... make it through this. I'd rather make it through this trip without having to scrub the logs, as it were. No one is scrubbing the logs, Mister Gill. Whatever we choose, Starfleet's going to know about it when we make it back to Starfleet. Yes, Captain. Well, Captain, that that is the prime goal here is assisting the Trabe going to assist us in any way? I don't know. I don't necessarily need their help. But maybe if we return the Admiral, something could happen. Captain, may I? Yes. Can we not offer an equivalent trade to, the, to them? I mean, all they want is revenge, but... Couldn't we offer something of value to them instead of him and simply walk away with him? What do you think they would accept? I mean, I don't know anything about them, but if we're splitting hairs over this this much, surely we must have something that they could benefit from and consider it fair if we just simply offer him offer them something of value beyond him. Perhaps I don't know what you, I don't know what, what I could recommend, but we're splitting hairs over this. I figure we can try something. We can simply ask them if there's something they would trade him for and then purchase him from them. Mm. Quinn swivels his chair so that his back is to the conference table and he sort of stares 
at the wall behind him, just like I am actually doing. <laughs> Captain, that walks a fine line towards further meddling in this conflict. Seraph looks thoughtful as, as this conversation goes on and uh, posits. There are some cultures that observe ransom rituals, though, Captain. It may be that the Kazon are one of them. But if they request something incredibly powerful to what they could have, whatever they could need, like a replicator or something like that, that could, that could lead to much, much more, much more bloodshed. It's true. Well, we don't the point is that the exact technological levels of the combatants, it could be shifting the balance of this war. Exactly my point. That is not something that we should dip our toe into as well. So, Captain, you've heard from all of us. What is your standpoint? All right, I want to. I want to try. I want to try something first. This is what we're gonna do. And 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 Quinn is for the first time ever you've ever met seen him sort of sweating a little bit. Hasn't had a chicken recently. <laughs> Mister Gill, I want you to go back to the bridge and communicate with the K Zone. Tell them that. All kind of traitors by default. And ask him if there's anything we could offer in exchange for his life. Mr. Seraph? Yes, Matt. I Captain. want you to see how well you can make this replica of him. Aye, Captain. And, Lord help me, if that doesn't work, Mr. Locke, I want you to stand by and prepare to lower the force field. Captain, this does seem like a negative outcome, and I can surely see that that would be so, but I will remind you, if we did not show up, that would have been the ultimate uh, the ultimate case of what would have happened at that time. Somehow, it's not making me feel any better, Mr. Gill. Nor I, sir. Captain, I will be in sick bay. They have the rights materials for me to begin my work. We have a full genetic scan of when we were assisting our guest with his injuries. They just got a, they just got a big goopy man. <laughs> Get it done, Mr. Seraph. Very good, Captain. And uh, Seraph leaves the room at a quick walk, tapping on his comm badge to summon uh, Chief Medical Officer Siri Alexa down to the sick bay with him. Right. Quinn Quinn dismisses the staff and kind of puts his head in his hands. And we haven't had a lot of rolls today, but I am going to call on a few people to make some rolls. Yeah, I think we just set ourselves up for a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Gill, yes. you are obviously going to negotiate with them. We're gonna we're gonna have that exchange in a second, but I'm gonna have you roll command and presence, I suppose. And then sure. space. Uh this is this diplomacy or persuasion or diplomacy for sure. But before you roll, okay. um I will allow uh two other people to assist him in the negotiation if they can think of specifically I'm talking to Mirren and Drake, if they can think of ways to assist him practically. Well verbally I would suggest that uh if they practice uh if they practice slavery then they know about the buying, selling and trading of 
individuals and as such they would understand the practice of us buying him as their slave or they otherwise. didn't practice slavery though they were the subjects to it so they're probably not going well, to be happy yeah, it's not really their religion there I mean, like, mm. what I mean is, like, they would they would understand it. Like, they would have mm. been bought and sold, yeah. so they would understand the practice of buying and selling an individual who they have rights mm. over, so to speak. Right. I okay. Oh, I to, it, ooh, this is it's... actually really hard. This is actually really hard for me because Drake comes from a trading background, so he would right. actually be it would be beneficial for you to have his help on this one. I'm super not sure if Drake wants to help on this one. Well, you like, gotta decide if Drake wants to help or not, I guess. doesn't want this guy to just be straight up murdered, but also that whole thing he said about fair yeah. trade and what all is gonna mm -hmm. weigh on him. Yeah. Um, oh, trust me, this is gonna be a bad one for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, Jordan, I, mm. I think you would probably... I'd probably have you roll... Uh, command plus reason or insight, but only one die because you're assisting the roll. Oh, 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 a lot of help there. This man's okay, dead. So... Okay. Okay. Uh, Richard um, hasn't rolled yet, but I guess we're. I'm. I'm, I'm just. Is Drake gonna Drake gonna help or is? <laughs> yeah, Drake is gonna help, but he is willing, ready and willing to nuke the whole deal if he thinks the trade is going to be either bad for them or too good for them. Okay. Drake is he's going to help but he's ready to walk a line. Well, I'm going to make that the captain's decision as well if I have to, so. Okay. Maybe increase the complication range in order to reflect that. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh so Thomas, command and reason or insight as you see fit. Uh, one die, and I'm, I'll increase the complication to two. But because you have diplomacy, I'll let you roll with focus. Nice. Okay. There's Very one. Good. Okay. And then Gil. Oh, oh no! Oh. oh. There we go. Okay. There's the spice of life. Mm. That one Wait, and on, that one. Wait, Wait, hold on. Same session. Are you going to uh, use your accumulation? Okay, so. Um, I have an ability that says whenever I attempt a task to persuade somebody not to resort to violence, I may add a bonus d20 to my dice pool. Does this count in that situation? Yes, it does, actually. Oh, fuck! Oh, oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, Two botches! Holy oh, fuck! fuck. And, the, and fate has spoken, gentlemen. Hold on, I'm gonna a roll a black one. hole like, opens oh. up in the middle of Voyager. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God! Um, um, would this be a moment where Richard slash Gil could use his determination? Yes, absolutely, because I would definitely say this is one of your values has come into play. At best, though, at this point, all that would do is mitigate the botches. It might not actually give you a successful outcome. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to spend a determination. I'll do okay. that. And all that'll right. remove the botches? That'll remove the botches, so I'm going to count two successes then. Uh, so, uh, view screen comes back on, and the Kazon comes on screen. Subordinate, are you now ready to release the force field? Uh, we did have a query. Speak. Now, to understand how things could potentially work on your side, um, as 
a slave, are you familiar with the concept of purchasing property? To purchase one is another's property. The Kazan have been treated as property for centuries. To say we are familiar with it would be an understatement. <laughs> then would it be an understatement to say that this would be a fantastic asset for you to have to not kill this man, but to keep him as your own property? Every fiber in my being is screaming for this man to die and for me to witness it. Every fiber in your being may also be calling for freedom, and to hold a man like this captive could bring that to you. He will not be captive for long. We will release him from the slavery that is existence. Well said. What next? You would continue to be slaves, would you not we prefer- We are no longer slaves. We have risen, and soon the Trabe will fear us, just as this one does. What greater way to strike fear into the Trabe than to do to them what they have done to you for centuries? Sell him to us. And what would you do with him once we are to give him to your custody? You would return him to his home world. Potentially. There's also the possibility of using him as our own property to leverage them, never bothering your people again. And why would they listen to you? Because they don't know how dangerous we could be. You are speaking from ignorance. You have never once met the Trabe. You do not know anything about them. You are clearly not from this sector of space. This conversation is over. Lower the force field, or we will rip you up. And they cut communication. I broadcast to all of the relevant team members. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen, we have not succeeded in pretending... Uh, attempting to barter for this man's life. Whatever other preparations have been made may have to fall into action at this point. Uh, Captain, damn it! Captain, I apologize. I did everything I could. Understood, Commander. <laughs> Fallback plan A is currently <laughs> underway. Commander, Serial Alexa, if you wouldn't mind putting your hand right there. Uh, mm. good. Um, okay, so what I'm going to have you do, Chris, is I'm going to have you roll science plus... Reason or control? I think mm -hmm. both apply. Okay. Um, this could be xenobiology since That's he's an I alien. Thought. Yes. So I can uh, see the argument for focus there, Definitely. and then I'll have Siri be your assistant. Hey. Oh. Nice. I just want to mention Richard. Like the conversation was really good. It was just a dice roll thing. So. No, I'm totally yeah. aware. Like yeah. I, I knew that like that yeah. was going to be the mitigating factor. I'm not upset. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, so. they just weren't smart enough. They, they're not yeah. a learned enough species to understand my irony yeah. of them selling the seller. You know, if they had understood yeah. that, that was, it would have been perfect. That was that was a very good, uh, that was a good uh, line. To, yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah, so that's why you see in the chat, I keep posting every so often, like, I love this or whatever, because this is, you know, We're trying. good stuff. We're trying. Yeah, was... yeah. Okay, well, you got four successes amongst you. Uh, you make what... Uh, and you reckon, as Quinn would say, to be the best replica of this man as possible. 
uh, and you're able to sort of add whatever you think might be relevant. Like if you want to make it look like he's been shot by a phaser or something. Yes, I think. Or like the, he ran the force field. I, I think the story um, that we will try to sell is that upon learning that we were going to <laughs> trade him away to the uh, Kazon that he chose to rush our security forces rather than be submitted to their tender mercies. So you bring the simulcrum, we'll call him, to Quinn, and Quinn is kind of visibly disgusted, not because of the body, but just because he knows what it means. Yes. I don't think I would have brought the body to him, though. I might have... No, 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 no. Like, Quinn would have come to sickbay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drag the body into his waiting room or something. The, <laughs> smell, of, the smell of smoked meats, yeah. Drifting uh, yeah. through the corridors. Ah, Mrs. Seraph, you made a ribs. Ah, no! Okay, yes. <laughs> You're not wrong, Captain. The subterfuge isn't over yet. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to disguise his signature from That's the right. brig mm-hmm. somehow, and then present them the corpse and say, look, he escaped or whatever, and, and we shot him. here comes our friend, point-to-point transporters again. Uh, we don't have cloaks, exactly, but we could potentially try to scramble their sensors or something. Well, I will leave that up to your in- ingenuity to figure out how we can make the switch. He he literally um, just throws a wrench at the other ship and it hits the dish perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> so so as, as yeah. this objection is, is brought up, Seraph makes his suggestion yeah. that it would be difficult but doable to use mm. the point-to-point transporters inside the ship to, as we drop the force field around the security area, around the brig, yeah. to switch out the existing Grand Admiral Mavis with his simulcrum Yes. before we let the uh, Kazon know that we have done so. Although they are <laughs> monitoring the spot, they can't be scanning very well through our force fields, and so their ability to detect the difference is not going to be high. So I said it in I said it in the chat. Um, There's if, certainly the opportunity, though, for them yeah. to catch us in the act. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk had said, "Make him unconscious and use some medical wizard, wizardry to drop his heart rate close to close to a death state." Mm-hmm. And I commented, uh, "That might work if we sedated him, putting him like back in the med pod thing." I don't know what the heart rate would be on that, but I'm pretty sure it would be low enough that maybe it's not as detectable. Yeah, the brigs all come equipped with like phaser beams set to stun, basically that just bombard the yeah. whole thing. So, so yeah, <laughs> like if we like I, I medically sedated him with what we had done before, do you think that would be enough, or what do you or would life signs have? Well, we could have the energy signature of a phaser going off, right, and then just the yeah. energy spike that would be the transporter beam, but could also be something else like another phaser discharge. If that's how that's going to work, then we have to roll pretty good <laughs> for it. And then where are you sending the real Mavis? Oh, send to him into, send him into sick bay oh. and leave him sedated oh. there. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, we could just teleport him into the warp himself. So at, the plan, as I understand it right now, is you've made this simulcrim of the guy who is like obviously dead because you've just made like the tissue. Right. You are going to hit him with some sort of the guy in the brig. Like Mavis. Yeah, we're just going to use ray. the built-in phases inside make it the look like, Make it look like he was attacked or he attacked you or whatever you're trying to break out. Right. Um, as you drop the force field, use the transporter to swap him with the dead body you're, you're using. You got because it. they're monitoring the brig, they'll just be looking at that. Mm-hmm. There'll be an energy spike, which could be masked 
to look like some sort of burst in the force field or whatever. Or a phase that'll of discharge, be a roll. Yep. That'll be that'll be sort of a deception e roll or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then once the force field's lower, the Kazon beam his corpse over, and then you can explain to him or to them Why that he died dead. trying to escape. That's right. Or whatever. And I hope that it. they take that. Okay, so now now is the time when the captain has to decide, are we going forward with giving the Kazon basically empty goods? Yeah. And deciding we still have Mavis's fate on our hands to deal with afterwards, or are we going to hand them the real deal and try and pretend this never happened? Mm -hmm. Captain, now is the time to decide. I believe we have a potentially workable plan, but there are mm -hmm. many moving parts, any of which could fail. And if they do, then the Kazon will be aware of our attempt to deceive them. And Mavis will still be on our hand. His fate will still be upon us. Alternatively, we can simply deliver him to what justice there may be to be found in this situation. And and I'm assuming you've also explained to Quinn the entire plan, just as you have me. Absolutely. Okay. Quinn Quinn clenches one fist. <sighs> Lord help us. Mirren had a point when he said that we could put the ship in danger. At the end of the day, Starfleet put me in command of this ship and its crew. There are 149 lives I have to think about every moment of every day. If even one part of this plan goes wrong, I don't. I, there's not a doubt in my mind that it says that the Kazon won't attack us. And even if we destroy all these two ships, what then? Do we fight the Kazon forever, or at least until we get out of this region? You will certainly have been an enemy of them, Captain. We're not out here to make enemies. But if we hand over the Admiral, aren't we making an enemy of the Trabe? Unquestionably, Captain. If it should ever be known that we were the ones to hand them over. And I feel like, even though we would never mention it, the Kazon well might. Kazon might. They might not. The Trabe might never know. <laughs> Perhaps that could be the trade we strike with them we will we will beam them the trabe on the terms and conditions that they never mention our involvement we could attempt to convince the Kazon to allow us to be the arbiters of justice in this that we should be allowed to execute Mavis since he is our prisoner and then we could decide to hand them the readied corpse oh dear <sighs> Open a channel to the Kazon ship. Open, Captain. I want you to reroute our view screen so that it shows the brig holding Admiral Mabus. Done, Captain. And then Quinn taps on his communicator badge. Mr. Locke. Yes, Captain. If I were to drop the false field, could you hit him with the blast hard enough from your phaser to kill him. Of course. I I want him painless, Mr. Locke. Can you do that? Yes. Kazon Vessel, this is Captain Ulysses Quinn. We have reached a compromise. I hope you will accept. On your view screens now, you should see our prisoner, Admiral Mapis. If it is deserving to you, we have found his crimes 
to be against what Federation stands for. And thus, he is to be executed under our law. As our prisoner, we have this jurisdiction. We are going to lower the force field, and my tactical officer is going to perform an execution in your witness. You are then free to take the body. I was looking forward to hearing his screams. But we shall respect your customs. It is more than the trappe would do. We ask only one thing in return. Varja and humanity will never hear. You are irrelevant to the war as far as I am concerned, dear God. Mr. Locke, do it. Understood, Captain. In the same motion, I have one hand after setting my phaser to the uh, appropriate setting and the other hand on the control for the force field, yep. I lower it and in the same instant fire the phaser beam at him. And uh, keeping his eyes focused on you as long as he can until life leaves him, he sort of falls forward onto the ground. And then a few seconds later, and without another word or communique, the Kazon alter course and jump away into warp. A sound decision, Captain. And Quinn gets up from his chair and turns towards turbo lift. Mr. Gill, you have the bridge. I have the sudden need to go wash my hands. Hey, this is Nathaniel Kiefer, writer, GM, and producer of Voyager Done Right. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. Hey, if you liked what you heard today, then you can do me two big favors. Number one, keep on listening. New content every week. And number two, tell your friends and get them to start listening right now. If you want to chat with us, you can drop us a line on Twitter or join our Discord server. Those links are in the description, and I promise to get back to you in a reasonable time. Say, three to five years? And if you really like what you hear, you can check out our Patreon page. Nathaniel Kiefer Swimming Pool Construction Fund thanks you in advance for your time. Music from bensound.com and the cast of Voyager Done Right includes myself, Nathaniel Kiefer, as Captain Ulysses Quinn, Richard Jellison as Commander Edison Gill, Christopher Kiefer as Lieutenant Commander Seraph, Jordan Wood as Lieutenant Commander Miran Oka, Kirk Dawson as Lieutenant Leon Locke, and Thomas Hyde as Lieutenant Junior Grade Wallace Drake. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time. As the months continue to pass and the crew of the Voyager ease into their new reality in the Delta Quadrant, the senior staff take advantage of their off hours for productive projects and social soirees. They relish in this restful period, for they know that peace and quiet cannot last forever. Next time on Voyager, 